Welcome to another episode of At Russian 98 on Hockey. Yes, I'm Peter Bojaranov. At Russian 98 on Twitter. You can go there, ask me questions. I had a big episode planned here with questions from a lot of people. But this episode is going to be totally changed up because it's Goodbye Babcock and Hello Sheldon Keith. Yes, alright. Well, you know this podcast is your one-stop shop for all things hockey, everything that's going on in the hockey world. This is your Leafs episode where I talk all about the Leafs. What I had planned was I was going to update you on the last few games, the Leafs losing six in a row. Uh, The Islanders, Boston, get blown out by Pittsburgh. They had a decent game against Vegas, got robbed by (laughs) you-know-who. Wow, that was huge save by Marc-Andre Fleury. All right, and now the other shoe drops and Babcock is fired. Other things I was going to talk about uh, was Maria's question, how many losses will it take for Babcock to be fired? The answer is six. The answer is six. All right. (laughs) I made a bet with Greg. He said five. I said maybe 10 or more or in the offseason. He's closer. So I don't know how we're going to play this bet out. Um, I was going to talk about the brother and sister selfie that everybody's going wild about. But there's more frowning to be done now. Uh, But I will say a little bit about the... Kiss cam is awkward because how do they really know if there are people in a relationship? But eh, anyways, injury is reserved. A lot of players are injured. Marner, of course, Kerfoot, Trevor Moore, the list goes on. Engvall was brought up, add a little energy. Babcock decided to play Spezza in the fourth line type guys a lot more. More people were angry. And he changed up the defensive pairings for a tad. Wasn't good enough. And Babcock is out. All right. So what does Shanahan have to say? Well, quoting Shanahan. And of course, I reposted the articles, a few of them from like TSN. Shanahan says, we know how competitive the league is. And we know how difficult it is each and every night. So when you think that you know what the right decision is, you have to act on it. I think that waiting point at this point would have just been wrong thing. So that's why I flew in today and do this. And I had a conversation with Mike. So they both basically had a conversation with with Babcock. Seeing as I had been the one hire that hired Mike, as Shannon continues, I thought it would be very important for me to get on the plane this morning, fly here and face Mike, and be with Kyle to tell him myself that we had made a decision together that we thought it was best in the interest of the club. It really came down to the last couple of weeks, and we got to a point where they had spoke in the last 48 hours, and I just felt that it was something that needed to be done. Kyle felt the same way. So Shannon takes the brunt of the media and the blame and he assesses what happened. 
And of course, quoting Babcock, he ended up uh, saying to LeBron, I thought we did an amazing job taking a franchise to where it was was where we had 100 point seasons. We set franchise records, if I'm not mistaken, got into playoffs. I'm disappointed that we had this start to the year that we wanted, and that's on me. I want to thank the fans. I want to thank the media. I want to thank the city. It was spectacular. I love every second of it, and I wish the new group nothing but success. Morgan Riley has been here the whole time. I can't thank him enough. And all the players I... I got an opportunity to coach. It has been fantastic, and I wish them nothing but success. All right, so before we get into a bit of who Sheldon Keefe is and his resume, I wanted to kind of talk about who's at fault here. A lot of people are putting blame on Babcock, and yes, he is the... One of the factors to blame. I have said time and time again, I wasn't a big fan of always playing the backup on the second of back-to-backs where the Leafs look sluggish every single time. And it didn't even matter if the other team, the first team was the weaker team in the standings and the second team was maybe a, a better team in the standings or a division rival. Babcock seemed to always play the backup in that game. It was harder to watch as well when the Leafs appeared to not play even close to 100% energy in those games. That's a bit of Babcock's fault, but it's also on the players. I wasn't a fan of a few things recently, which were kind of Dubas's fault. I wasn't a fan of Kadri getting traded. He brought in Barry, and which was great. But the Leafs needed, and I still think they do, a good, solid, tough four shut-down defenseman. They added Barry. What is Barry good at? Barry's good at offense. Barry's good on the power play. Where was he being used by Babcock? Not on the number one power play. Lesser minutes where where he thrives. And when you don't thrive, when you're not put, put in a position to succeed, you don't play as well. And Barry's play started lacking in all areas of the ice. I find that he has a lot of brain farts, as I call them. And it just seems like players fly by him and he doesn't see the guy on the right side take advantage. And it happens at least a couple of times a game. So that's a little bit of on everybody. Babcock not playing Barry properly. Dubis making that move. And Barry not adapting. CC is another one. I wasn't a big... I didn't mind the moving of the Zaitsev contract. I think they wanted to move on because of the big contracts they ended up signing. But Babcock also placing CC on the top pairing made it worse. CC probably wouldn't be fine as a third pairing defenseman. But top minutes against top lines on the other opposing team isn't good enough. It's making CC look weaker and not helping out Riley as well. Most of the defense hasn't looked great so far this year. Mazin's had great games. Riley was good early. Barry had two good games early. CC's been lacking. Has looked hasn't looked 
awful every game, but he's had some games where he's been fine. Hall, hey, you know what? I think Hall could maybe get some more minutes. Dermott's finally back. Hopefully he can earn some more minutes. But I still think they need a top four shutdown defenseman. Tavares and Marner, they both have plain out sucked. I thought them with Kapanen was not working at all. And Babcock took a while to change it up. Finally, Kapanen started playing better on the third line. That brought his game up. He's still playing decently now that he's on the second line with injuries. Tavares was injured, came back. Still not 100%. So hopefully he can find his game. Marner's now injured. Hopefully when he, when he comes back, he'll find his game. But also in Dubis is overpaying those three. Matthews, Marner, and maybe even Nylander. Nylander's contract isn't looking maybe too bad if he's going to consistently put up over 65 points a year. But it didn't look great, especially last year. But maybe we they overspent on Nylander. Eh, I would say maybe half a million. I wouldn't say a million, but maybe half. Matthews, maybe a million, maybe a million and a half. And Marner, quite possibly almost three million overspent. I would say about two and a half. And yes, he had some good numbers, especially last year, but that helped because of Tavares. And he's always had a scoring player on his line. JVR, who is consistently always scoring about 30 goals, he continued to do it with Marner. And then Tavares last year. Now Tavares lacking, Marner's lacking. But yes, Dubis overpaid them, and now it's harder to surround those young kids with also better talent, better defense by overpaying them. Special teams really suck so far. Is that Babcock's fault? What has changed in the offseason? Barry, a few of the guys like Marlowe and Connor Brown have been sent away, Kadri. So Connor Brown was on the PK. Hainsey was on the PK. Zaitsev was on the PK. Is it personnel? Or is it maybe the coaches that were changed who are usually considered the special teams coaches of the power play and the PK? A lot of Philly fans did not like Hackstall. Is he working out? Is it his fault? Is it some of the other assistant coaches, their fault? Five on five leaves haven't been amazing, but they haven't been horrible either. But special teams have been brutal. And they need to get better fast. And who's going to be, who's going to put their hands onto that? Is it going to be Sheldon Keefe? Or is it going to continue to be the assistant coaches? So as a whole, the whole team isn't playing well. Last year, they were fine. But this year, very much lower. And again... They're, they're boosting up a lot of these younger players, these Marlies, and it's hard to have so many young players all trying to adapt and be strong, solid NHL players. They have more rookies in the lineup again this year. Mikheyev, yeah, he's a bit older, but he's first time playing on this side of the ocean. We got other guys who are still young. Janssen's first year was last year. Kapanen, only a couple of years removed. And the core are three. They've only been there for about three years. 
So they're still quite young, but you need to surround them better. And I thought it wasn't bad that they had Marlowe, but he got pretty old pretty fast. And then they shipped him out and lost the pick for that. So everybody's to be blamed, not just Babcock, but Babcock will take the fall for this because he hasn't adapted his game. He didn't change the lineup fast enough, change it up to make the team better, put players in an area to succeed. And that's what hopefully Sheldon Keefe does. Who is Sheldon Keefe? Well, he he was a second round pick by the Tampa Bay Lightning in 1999, 47th overall. He was leading the OHL in scoring and set franchise records for most points when he was playing there. They went to the final. They got beat, but they also didn't shake hands with David Branch and the rest of the officials. And he must have, he told David Branch to, this must burn your ass. So he's a bit of a badass. Maybe he's a bit of a player's coach, and that's why some players like him. So he played a couple years, but not so great. Being considered being a second second round pick, he toiled in Tampa for a couple years, and then was sent into minors, and then he decided to retire young, very young, and become a coach. He coached in Pembroke for the Lumber Kings. Did fairly well there and then was very noticed after doing very well with the Lumber Kings. He went to Sault Ste. Marie in 2012, mid-season or again in December, brought in by, you know who, Kyle Dubas. Team turned it around. Team was faltering. They were looking not great at all. And they transformed them into a powerhouse. Following season 44 17 and 7. Swept out of the second round by McDavid and the Otters. The following season, franchise record for their team. League leading 342 goals. So that means he's good with a high octane offensive team. He won coach of the year. And then. They swept the first rounds, but then again in the Eastern Conference Final, got defeated by McDavid again and the Otters. In June 8th, 2015, Sheldon Keefe is named the Toronto Marlies head coach. At the time, Kyle Dubas, who helped bring him in there, was technically the assistant coach, of, uh, assistant GM of the Maple Leafs, Dubas. And helped bring him in and, of course, was vital in terms of being the GM of the Marlies. So bringing him the the players that he needed to succeed. And then they won the Calder Cup in 2018. And then today, November 20th, 2019, Sheldon Keefe is announced the head coach of the Maple Leafs replacing Mike Babcock. We had three years after this year remaining on that contract, that big contract. So we'll see what Sheldon Keefe does. He succeeded pretty much everywhere, and you would say that for most young coaches. 
he's younger than me. L- less than a year, but he's younger than me. So he's, he's an initial coach of an original six team with a team that has lofty goals right now. Can he turn it around? Can he succeed with this young core? This puck moving, handling, offensive young Maple Leafs. We'll see what Sheldon Keefe can do. He starts against the Coyotes in his <laughs> thrown right into the fire on for Thursday. So we'll see what he does. And Maria, I hope I answered your question. Of course, the answer is six. Paul, what was wrong with the Leafs? A little bit of everybody. But Babcock takes the fall. That's it for this episode of at Russia 98 on hockey. Follow me on Twitter at Russia 98. Ask me any questions. I will answer them on the podcast as many as I can. Good luck to the Maple Leafs and good luck to Sheldon Keefe.